Avon. Bam, we're live. Yes. Never mind. Speak sweet, speak sweet nothings. <laughs> tell me in the private chat. You want to tell me in the private chat? Type in the private chat. Oh, look, come on, going over there. Ha. 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 I don't know, buddy. I don't know. It's a lot to ask. Okay. Uh, I have a question for you. I know I'm supposed to stay. Uh, we have a long show and a lot of stuff to get through. It's about Tia Toomey. Is the, I, um, someone said to me that there's a big documentary crew following her around, and that is a sign that this is her last year, and it's kind of the celebration documentary, The Fittest Human Being Who Ever Lived. Any, any truth to that? Brian, I assume that's a question for you. How many times has she won the CrossFit Games? Twelve. <laughs> Five. This will be six. This will make her the has king ever done that? and queen. No, no. So it seems like a good story to tell. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. so you don't think maybe it's necessarily indicative of the fact that she's retiring? I don't know, but regardless of whether she is or isn't, she has an opportunity to do something that no man or woman has done before. And I'm sure that's a story that they want to have a lot of footage and coverage of. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, did, um, uh, we got, a we got three events, but I have, uh, uh Howell and, uh, J.R. Howell and the thumb coming on tomorrow to talk about that. Maybe if we have some time at the end, we can talk about that, but I'm very excited because I do have Jay Crouch, either the first or second place winner of that bike event, which is really cool. Right, John? Tell me how cool I am, how smart I am. I think you only have that because Ricky told you to have that. Everyone has their sources. <laughs> According uh, to I James, Tudor and Down are going to tie at the finish line. Who? According to James, Tudor and Down are going to tie at the finish line. Oh, my goodness. Those bikes can't even hold Dallin. <laughs> Tires are just going to go flat. Uh, and if that's true, this is the last chance someone will have to beat Tia, which makes this pretty exciting. Since the workouts, before we dig in, since the workouts, uh, three of the workouts have been announced, have any, has that affected any of your predictions for tonight's show? I made the predictions for both the men's and women's field before I knew any of the workouts. I haven't changed them uh, as a result of any knowledge I've gained since then. Mr. Young. Say my mine were made three weeks ago. Um, now I don't feel as good about some of my picks after the events have been announced, but I haven't, I haven't changed them because you already you already picked them. Well, let me address that real quick because to, someone messaged me something today. I uh, put out uh, obviously I put out the rankings for the women a few hours ago on Instagram and said something like, "Dude, have you seen the events? Haley's going to podium for sure." And it's like, those are three of twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. We don't know how many events. Right. It's not. We know there are going to be good events for Haley at some point over the weekend. There always are. We know right. there's going to be points that are more, you know, events that are more challenging for at some point over the weekend. Uh, there always are. And that's the case for almost everyone in the field. The order and the number of events that we know right now is not that relevant, really, because we still no. know a very small proportion of the test. And there's not going to be eight more tests that look just like these tests. So, you know, people, yeah. I understand that people like to get excited about information and whatever, but, you know, keeping context, there's a lot more to learn 
and don't you know don't get too excited about a couple events in terms of drastically changing or altering your ex- expectations for a certain athlete or another. That yeah, seems I, uh, very fair, especially an athlete like her. By that, I mean an athlete like her or Laura, where there is a, there is an event that could pop up that could actually stop them. You have to be careful. Yeah, right. there could be something like a heavy sled push that we haven't seen, like a super, super, like the dog sled way back when, and Haley can't move it, and then his last place. Really? That'd she be, asked actually, his, that would be super fun to see something like that. Hey, it, it would. I I just threw it out there, top of my head. Okay, uh, let's do it. Let's dig in. Let's dig into the women. Did we say that the women were easier? Uh, challenging in a different way. Okay. So, um, John, I think John said this last night that where with the men, I mean, going down even 20, 25 spots, you know, we're finding guys like Andre Houdet and, and Travis Mayer that are, you know, certainly capable of pushing towards a 10th place finish, but also capable of finishing in the range of 25. I think that on the women's side, the ranges for most of the women are smaller, and there are a few exceptions to that. Meaning the women at the bottom don't really have a chance of going to the top, and the women at the top, outside of ca- catastrophe, don't have a chance of getting pushed down to the bottom. I think the way John said it last night is there are more defined groups or tiers of women when you're doing a, a rankings or predictions. And that maybe we'll just take an example of women's six through 12. You could see a lot of variance within there, but they're probably all five of those six women that we think are going to be in there are going to be in there. Okay. Hey, why the hostility towards John Young in the comments on YouTube? Why? <laughs> why? Why the hostility towards he's, he's, he's a cool dude. He's a student of the game, people. <clears throat> My goodness. <laughs> come on, he'll come over there and slap you around. He's a big dude, too. Well, I'm happy John's here. Yeah. Strong guy. Me, too. Me, too. Me, too. Matt, Sousa, I don't know, but John. Oh. Sousa, you're in Madison now? Yeah. I you was looking for me. you a little bit ago. You didn't, you did not tell me you are. We didn't get a chance to say hi. I'm bitter. I feel, Everyone's I feel like busy. you're too, too important. Yeah, you're too busy. I'm just wandering around the RV park. All you like have to do slump. is just say, Brian, I'm in Madison. Oh, done deal. And I would have said, Where I you got at? five minutes. That's what he would say. <laughs> you Let's call Savon for five minutes. <laughs> done. Okay, Brian Friend and John Young. It's almost like they're made-up names. Let's do it. Number one. <laughs> Who am I pulling up here first? Uh, do you, let's, let's just go off of Brian's list. Cause he got the fancy graphics and then we'll have John say oh, his. Got it. Let me pull. I think, this. I think that was a good way we went, did, went yesterday. Uh, Brian, who do you got at number one? To get Claire to me. No. And, uh, John Young. To get Claire to me. Same. <laughs> and, and there's no, there's no wiggle room, right? No, I think, a, I think, a I think a better question when it comes to Tia is, um, do, you know, how many of the events do we expect her to win? What kind of margin of victory are we expecting maybe relative to last year? Because <clears throat> everyone knows this, and it's basically been saying this throughout the year, outside of something really bad happening, illness, injury, et cetera, Tia is clearly uh, you know, way ahead of the field based on her performances in the last you know, five years, but also even more so you know, in the last 12 months. And 
Uh, I do think that if you're, you know, if you want to look at some of those other things that I mentioned, there's some in- interesting topics of conversation. But if you're just trying to ask the question of if she's going to win, it's not, it's not that interesting to talk about. Is is TM a more uh, popular than Matt Fraser? That's a good question, and I don't really know. What do you think, John? I don't, I don't think so. I think she's probably the same popular. Um, she might be more likable than Matt Fraser, but as far as uh, popularity like when matt was competing i think matt was more popular than tia was at the same time when they were competing together and now tia's got the throne and matt's not there to have it the other way so i mean i would say they're the same popular popularity i i I wonder who that's interesting i wonder who has um greater influence in the most shallow i mean that in the most shallow sense like if tia says we know she takes she if Tia says she takes creatine, does that sell more than if Matt Fraser says he takes beta alanine? Here's the reason why I ask. It only comes up because of what Hiller posted, how he ranked his athletes by popularity on Instagram. And then at the end, there was a very telling number that the women at the CrossFit Games have twice as many Instagram followers as the men. So I don't know, when you say like how popular are they? I know it's mm-hmm. it's not a quantifiable thing, but I just think mm-hmm. about when I'm at these competitions and a, and the athlete is announced, what's the crowd's reaction? Yeah, and last year Danielle had the biggest uh, uh, reaction, right? Well, what I was going to say is in, it, throughout Tia's career, there have been other women that have gotten bigger ovations than her regularly. Sarah Sigmund's daughter being the biggest standout in oh, that regard. Right. At almost every competition she goes to, regardless if she's competing to win or she's showing up to compete after an injury or whatever, the reception for her is massive. And, uh, and, and yes, Daniel Brandon gets big ovations. There were times when Catherine David's daughter got big ovations, Annie Thor's daughter. So there's been these other like really big, powerful personalities in the women's field. And, and on the men's field, Fraser was that guy for a long time. And of course there's people that love Vellner and love, uh, Brent and BKG, but I don't think that they, that the support for those guys, and I'm literally talking about the cheers from the crowds rival what I would hear when Annie was announced or Sarah was announced or Danielle was announced. Last. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, by the, I'm so happy that Brian's picks are better than the morning chalk ups. They didn't have Laura on the podium. Um, I, I, I watched that too, but they did have some interesting picks and, and, and we'll bring, we'll bring that up in a minute. Uh, they definitely went out on a limb uh, and I enjoyed the show. I believe they're talking about uh, the show with Jamie Hagaya, uh, Lauren Khalil and some lady. I Bella, seen Bella Martin, I think was on that show. Bella, Bella Martin, Bella Martin. Does she have an, uh, okay. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Sorry. sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, who's your number two? Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Who's your number two, Brian? Laura Horvath. And Mr. Young. I have the same Laura Horvath. Okay. And your number three, Brian. Mallory O'Brien. And John, your number three. Gabby Magawa. And your number four, Brian. Haley Adams. And Mr. Young. Haley Adams. And your number five, Brian. Gabby Magawa. <laughs> and your number five, John. Milo Bryan. This show's gonna go by quick. What is it? He's oh, going to ask us about them. He's just wants to I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. Uh, so, sorry. Tell me who is, who is your number five? Mal O'Brien. Uh, Mal O'Brien. Sorry. Okay. And here come the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
there's a there's a lady that won the Wadapalooza event, and her name is Emma McQuaid. In the morning, chalk up had her in in the top five. I want to say even number two. And wait, wait, wait. when you say the morning chalk up had her in the top five, maybe number two. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, on, on the morning on the chalk show. up has posted Justin LaFranco's picks. They've posted Lauren Khalil's picks. She's we have Jamie Agia's picks. We have you know. So to uh, say uh, the morning chalk ups picks is very broad. Okay, the morning uh, on the morning chalk up, uh, I saw a show with Lauren Khalil, uh, Bella, and um, Jamie Hagaya. You would like Bella. I think I would too. I like the name. Sounds like an OnlyFans girl. And um, <laughs> I, I I like that pick. I like Emma McQuaid. I, I like that pick. It's bold. She's great. How come? How come, Brian? You go first. How come she doesn't make your top five? Well, she has Sam Briggs coaching her, so she might just win. I don't know. No, I miss. I mean, look. Though, if you look at uh, Emma, you know, Emma was twelfth at the games last year. It was a very good performance. She had a great run at, at Wadapalooza. She got second at strength and depth to uh, Jacqueline Dahlstrom, and that's uh, you know, if you're trying, if you're talking about winning or podium at the CrossFit Games, um, you got to be winning your semifinal against this women's field, and then and then to to get into that conversation, you have to go through Laura, Haley, Gabby, Mal, Christy, Amanda Barnhart, and Danielle Brandon, who all beat you last year, and I don't see anything in Emma McQuaid, who's older than most of those women later in her career. She is just now coming into the best of her career, but I think all those girls are getting better. And I don't, I don't think she's closed the gap. Uh, who took second at Wadapalooza in the, in the female division? Bethany, Bethany Shadburn. Okay. Who took third? Ariel Lowen. And, oh, wow. Okay. And, and, and how did Ellie do? Um, Ellie got sixth. Ellie okay. Turner. So, so, and th- those are the two big names she beat, right? Bethany Shadburn, Ellie. Who was the other one? Sorry. Ariel Lowen. Ariel uh, Lucy Lowen. Campbell, Lucy Campbell and Danny Spiegel were the other big names. Okay. I'll be watching where you stick these people. Uh, Mal O'Brien. Uh, Brian, uh, why don't you have Mal O'Brien in, in second? D- didn't she get better last be- – didn't she grow more from last year than Laura did from last year? Yeah, but she had more room to grow. I right. think that I think that Mal. I mean, basically, by putting her here, I feel that she has made the biggest strides of anyone on the women's field relative to where she was last year, and what we're going to see from her this week. Uh, and you know, it's always a little bit risky, I guess, to trust uh, you know the coaches too much. Obviously, they're going to build up their athletes, but uh, I have uh, you know, I have a, a strong feeling that. As impressive as Mal was at Granite Games, we might see an even more impressive version of her this weekend. However, for me, you know, right now, there's uh, when we're talking about the tiers, I still think it's Tia in a tier of her own and Laura in a tier of her own, barring one circumstance, which is that there's a specific movement and a and a rule within that workout of the movement that if you can't do it, that you're out of the competition. If that doesn't happen, I think she is so good at so many other things that she will, like she was last year, be clear of the field by 50 to 100 points in the second spot. Do you think she could take a last place and still get second? No problem. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, who, uh, John, who's, whose hole is bigger? Uh, Laura's being upside down or Gabby Magawa uh, climbing ropes? Laura's. But Gabby's hole will come up a lot more than Laura's. Laura's at most will be one event. Gabby, there's going to be high volume pulling in multiple events 
she's better at some high volume pulling implements than others, but that's still her weakest thing. And that's going to come up more times than not. And Laura's weakness is only going to come up once if it does come up. What other stuff does uh, Gabriella Magawa not? Uh, so you're saying pull-ups, muscle-ups, uh, bar muscle-ups, ring muscle-ups. You're saying all of those pulling things, uh, Laura's better than her? Yeah. Yes. Brian, you concur? Well, we're, but I don't think we're, that he's necessarily talking about just just a head-to-head comparison. I wasn't, but... he, Yeah, he's... But 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 since we're leaning that way, I'm just curious why um, I, I was moving from the fact that you guys both have Lauren second to why John has Gabby so high. Well, the case that I would make for putting Gabby that high is that the thing I think she's worst at, which is legless rope climbs, seems unlikely to pop up this week because they forced the CrossFit themselves, being Adrian Bosman and his team, forced everyone in the in the semifinal stage to do that movement. And there are other upper body pulling movements that are also difficult, like ring muscle-ups or pegboards that would, I think would be better included in this test, knowing that all of these athletes already proved that they could do the legless rope climbs in advance. Have you guys seen ropes at the venue? Have you guys walked around the venue? Have you seen any rigs set up with ropes dangling? I haven't really gone into the venues at all. Okay. I haven't seen anything. It still looks like they're setting up, and most of it was uh, blocked off, and he couldn't access it because I think all the athletes are checking in and warming and like wandering around. So they probably want to block him from that. So Brian, you wouldn't rule out rope climbs. You would rule out legless rope climbs. I think it's as a guess. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, well, as soon as I saw CrossFit program them in the semifinals, I was making the assumption in April or whatever when we found out that there probably would not be legless rope climbs at the games. And that there probably would be either ring muscle ups or pegboards or both. Okay. Okay. Fair and enough. look, Gabby's like, those are things that she's not great at, but I think she's better at those than she is at legless rope climbs. And she can manage them much, much better than she can legless rope climbs because once you blow up on a legless rope climb, you're kind of screwed. And once you blow up on a ring muscle up, you can just wait five seconds and still do another ring muscle up. And obviously we have the same five women in the top five. And so for, you know, for Gabby's sake, if the thing that she's worst at is not in the competition, that's a, that's a really good thing for her. And it could potentially be the, the difference, you know, the fact that that workout, maybe she takes a 30th and a peg bar workout, maybe she makes a 20th and those extra 35 points or whatever could be the difference between a, a fifth and a third. I just, oh, I, uh, sorry, I, John. Go ahead. I've just looking at Gabby lately, like she looks much leaner than she does. Just, just eyesight. Like she looks more, much leaner than she did in 2021. I don't know if she like is or not on the scale, but she looks much leaner, which she looked different in the photos. I saw also, the sc- she, I think the scale, I thought she irrelevant. just had her she eyebrows could, done or something. I thought she, she just could had weigh, weigh, she could weigh exactly the that, same. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know yeah. if it's, yeah, but I know. This is what Seven wants me to say. I trained with her earlier in this week. Yes. <laughs> and she did look amazing. Um, I, speaking of big heads, um, uh, I saw a picture of, uh, we had Ricky Garrard on earlier, and I saw a picture of him and Roman Krennikov together. It's like fucking two bodies with pumpkins on their shoulder. <laughs> Crazy. What size Roman hat does, do those guys wear? What? He does, uh, Roman does give a Shrek-like vibe to him a little bit. Yeah, totally. I feel uh, okay. Um, what, how close is Mal O'Brien to, uh, getting on the podium? Are we talking, is uh, it's going to come down to the final event, Brian? I mean, I, I sorry, not think- Mal O'Brien. Sorry, 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 sorry. 
Uh, how close is Haley Adams to getting on the podium? Both you guys have her in fourth place. Does it come down to the final event? We see her and Mal go to war. Or who, her and whoever. I think I, I I really do think that the margins between Mal, Haley, and Gabby are are going to be fairly small, and I think I don't know about the final event, but I think coming into the last day, each of them will still have a chance to podium. John, how close will Haley Adams be to getting on that podium? I mean, I, I agree with Brian. I have all three of those girls on like equal footing, and it's honestly it's just going to depend on how the programming is for the games and who it favors the most. It's going to favor one of them more than the other two. Um, and that will decide the third place. Maybe third place. it might, but it could just come down to execution. So on 12 points, she's going to miss the podium by 12 points. Damn. I love it. Thank you. You demand. Wow. And you know that because you worked out with Gabby Magawa and crew. Now, now let me, let me propose, let me propose this to you. Totally irrelevant uh, correlation, <laughs> but okay. Let me tell you, let me propose this to you. Matt Fraser pulls Mal O'Brien aside. I, uh, I agree. Sea uh, uh, Hill. I totally agree. Y'all sleeping on Cara. I agree. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, Matt Fraser pulls Mal O'Brien aside and says, hey, your only chance of beating this girl is just to push her into the red zone. You have to get – you have to push Tia into somewhere where she hasn't been before. You have to come out so fucking hot and make her so fucking uncomfortable. John's already not like, fuck you. No way. You have no – you have to do something that makes – really really fucking um uh, out there you're gonna have to risk it or are they playing it safe and just trying to get mal on the podium because mal has to question. risk her own That's demise it. by doing that but why not why not uh, push tia make tia chase her well it's a great it's a great question and it's uh you know and, and honestly I, I think it's one that maybe fraser doesn't want to communicate directly to mal but he should be contemplating that and he has to make the decision do i really think she can beat her and if the answer is no, it's like this is what I tell people when I play disc golf. If you have a putt from 35 feet away and you don't think you can make it, don't try to make it. Put it so close you can't miss the next one. But if you think you can make it, you have to understand that you might hit the basket and roll another 35 feet away and take a bogey. So in this case, I think that there are still a lot of women that were ahead of her last year, namely those three women, that she, you know, she has to she's like she can't overlook them. The one thing I, that I'll say is I don't agree with the concept that if you want to beat Tia, you have to do it as a group. If you want to beat Tia, you have to do it. You can't count on anyone else doing it. And if I beat her in one event and you beat her in another and John beats her in a third event, that doesn't matter. Right. Because where are you finishing in the event that I win? And where's John finishing the event that you win? If that's a seventh and a ninth, Tia's taking second, third, or fourth on all of those workouts. And even though she didn't win them, if you're not taking second and third on the workout she's winning and you're not also beating her as often as she's beating you, you're not going to beat her no matter how many times she loses to someone else. Right. So if you are coming in, whether you're Mal O'Brien or anyone else, and you actually want to take a run at knocking Tia off the top of the podium, you have to be aggressive, you have to take a risk, and you have to do it in every event. And I think that would be dumb to do. Because you're not fitter, she's not fitter than her. I, I, I you know what I'm saying? If, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I hear, I hear you. So, so you think it's it's also more important that she get on the podium than take risks? At, I um, think she should just do her best and see where she lies, and and not worry right. about where it is. Like if right. she makes, makes I know that's the great, traditional wisdom. But yeah, she's not fitter than Tia. She knows she's not fitter than Tia, so trying to go all out to beat Tia every single workout, she's going to run herself into the ground and then get fifth when she could have got third. 
Right. And I, right. I think that's the way like you need to know where you are in the field. And like you could shoot above where you are, but you can't shoot four levels above where you are. And that's where TA is. John ranks her fifth because he thinks she's going to risk it. I ranked her third because I don't. Well, yeah. Then why are we arguing the reverse points? I don't know why we're arguing the reverse points then. Because that's what this is about, John. Daniel, Daniel, um, Daniel Brandon uh, and Laura Horvat uh, had an Instagram commercial released today for Rad Shoes. Um, are these types of things a distraction for them? Rad Global Shoes, great disc golf shoes. Okay, fair enough. I'll take the plug. Yeah, no, yeah, I did actually. Great. Okay, good. Okay, good. Enough. Yeah, great disc golf no, shoes. And and a, and a really, I mean, I don't know the owner, but just from his Instagram account, it seems like cool as shit. The dude. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What's the dude's name again? Ben. Ben. And what? Messy. Ben Messy. Massey, what's Ben it? Massey? Massey. You call him Massey. I call him Messy. Um. Oh, is this a distraction for for them to be fooling around with their sponsors and doing commercials and dressing up and? You call him Ronaldo, I call him Ronaldinho. Same okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, wait a minute. Or, or does it help him? Does it pump him up? Does it pump him up? <laughs> I don't think they were filming that commercial today. I don't think it really matters much. Okay. Different. Well, at the right time, the sponsor. At the right time, the sponsors will leave them alone. Yeah, I mean, if I was sponsoring an athlete like Daniel Brandon, I would want to have some content in the bank too and release it right before the pinnacle event of the year. So. We're, but but I mean they're shooting this. It looks like they put oh, this together. Picture. It's a picture. I mean, it's no, actually, no, they, they got a video. They got a video that looks like a full blown uh, shoot. This type of thing. I, I'll admit I haven't not seen this yet. But this thing, if they're doing a little thing like this today, actually might not be that bad of a thing to do in a timing wise either. Because I think that today and tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday, between check in and the start of the competition, are some of the hardest days for the athletes, where they're looking for things to do. And so this is a fun cool thing that they're you know that they can do today and fill some time so I'm a, i'll reframe my mindset on that uh, but but 48 hours from now we'll be talking about danielle brandon's shoe coming off and laura horvac falling off a bike and shit like that i mean we're we're, get, we're close we're close right yep. yeah it's getting close it's gonna be great <laughs> it's getting close it's be on wednesday <laughs> okay number six <sighs> mr friend Six. I guess I should pull up my picks. I have. I think I have Carlos Sanders six. Uh, Mr. Young, Young. I have uh, Amanda Barnhart. Mm. Uh, number seven. Brian. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Seven. I have Amanda Barnhart. <laughs> um. It's, uh, what? What? That's, what? What's <laughs> the highest Amanda Barnhart has ever finished? Mm, I think it was last year. Seven. She's been seventh twice and and ninth once and she was ninth twice. last year. So she was seventh in 2019 and 2020, ninth last year. And I, I think I've said this before. I'm most impressed by her finish in 2020 because that the, the way that the oh no wait sorry I'm what, what I'm most impressed by her finish in 2019 because the way that those workouts fell was really favorable to athletes that are not that don't look like Amanda Barnhart. And she was basically the only one that bucked the trend and was able to get into the top 10 uh, at that size and weight, basically that year. Um, obviously last year's ninth place finish is also good, but three straight top, top 10 finishes from any athlete at any point is a very impressive thing. And, and this is her fifth year. Fifth. Yep. Fifth in a row. And it's three straight in three different uh, competition formats. 
Uh, meaning she's been to Wadapalooza five times and Rogue five. No, like the, the games was different in 2019. The games were oh. different in 2020, and the games were different in 2021. She was top ten in all three formats. I mean, that makes me think she's legit perennial top ten in every competition she's going to be in. Good point. What's your background? Swimming. Uh, who do you got at number seven, John? Kara Saunders. And, and and why do you put Kara at seven instead of uh, six? Why do you put her below uh, Amanda Barnhart? Um, I just think I think Amanda's going to have some home run hits, and Kara's uh, used to be home run hits. She'll be third or fifth now, and not first anymore. Oh, you think so? You think? Do you think Kara's uh, her her skill set's waning? You think she's she's going to be this is going to be the worst version of Kara Saunders we've seen? I don't. I don't think. I don't think that. I just think the field is getting better. Wow! From her interview with Morning Chalk, I think it's Amanda's last year. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, uh, Karen uh, Freyova uh, is Brian's number eight, and I have. Um, I, I I don't know who that is. I mean, I've heard the name a million. You don't times. know Karen Frey? No, I couldn't pick her out of a crowd. Before we talk about her, my number eight is also Karen Fre- Freyova, and I promise. I made my picks way before Brian. Sure, sure. I know. I, Brian can tell. Brian, how would how would I know who she is? Which how old? How I'll old tell is you she? about Which... Karen Frey, and I'll tell you the same thing I've probably told you half a dozen times this year. I'm sure. Karen Frey was uh, she competed at Dubai in 2019. She was in the mix with Sarah Sigmund's daughter Sam Briggs and Jamie Simmons or Green. I'm not sure which one she was at that year. So win the competition with one event left out of ten. She's very good in a live competition. She's built to endure. Um, last year, she finished sixth in an online format. I do not think online format is super favorable for her in the semifinals. The five women who beat her last year at semifinals all finished 13th or better at the CrossFit Games. And I would have picked her to beat three of those five women that not Laura and Gabby, I think, were the ones that beat her. But the other three, I would have picked her to beat them at the games, which means she probably she would have been inside the top 10 last year if she's made the games based on that logic. Additionally, uh, last year she was finishing up school. She f- did finish school last year. And when I she qualified at in Amsterdam this year, I had a chance to talk to her briefly afterwards. And she said uh, that that was a big deal for her in terms of you know freeing up not so much the time that she had to train, but that, that she could recover better. She could get more sleep. She could have more rest when she needed to do more body work and those types of things. And so she's been able to be more aggressive and focused in her training than she was while she was in school. Uh, So we've already seen her compete with some great women in the sport. Uh, You know, the European women in general have done very well once they make it to the games. I think she's better in uh, not just a live format, but a longer competition with more kind of odd object grueling outdoor style events. And she has uh, more uh, time to focus on being a professional athlete this year than she's already have before. And she never has ever had before. Sorry if you said this. Has she been to the games before? Uh, 2019 um, and 2020. In 2019, she was cut uh, in the same cut as Maddie Sturt, Fisagafi, Danny Spiegel, etc. After five events, 2020 was online. She was middle of the pack. She's very uh, – she gives me Brent Fakowski vibes. I don't know if Brian would agree with that, but I think it'd be, when you do see her seven, I think you're going to be very impressed. She's she's a pretty int- intimidating force. Um, there's some, definitely some things that she, that she I would consider weaknesses of hers that 
uh, could be exposed a little bit more broadly than some of the women above her who I think have very pointed weaknesses. Um, but I think that like, you need to think about the events that have been announced so far, flipping a pig, carrying a sandbag, uh, uh, those, whatever those jug things or sandbags are running, biking. Keep that, scrolling down, Susa. I didn't see her face. Fine. I can't see her face. Okay. <laughs> she's going to uh, be fine and, and actually good on many of those things. Uh, what's her background? Give yeah, I don't a minute know. on that, John. You can talk about her if you want. I mean, you kind of went on a rant and said everything that I would have said. Uh, sw- swimming background? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Do you know Brian? Give me one second. Does anybody? So she's kind of. She's kind of like part Emily Rolf, part uh, Laura Horvat. Her build. She she looks tall. Yeah, I think um, she's like five nine. Oh, I knew that there was something. She has a uh, handball background. Oh, handball! Shit, that's gangster. Mm-hmm. That's super gangster. Wow. Her listed wow. coach is Miko Salo. No kidding. Ooh. Wow. It's now, what would world. a handball background give her an advantage in? What type of a workout? Handballs are really, I mean, handball requires a lot of athleticism, speed and agility, but also the, the ability to do it over a long period of time, hand-eye coordination. Um, that shit hurts. Balance, jumping. Yeah, there's a, you know, handball's a hey, cool sport that a lot what of is people she? in what the what U.S. Is she? have a lot of experience with. Is she She's Finnish? Slovakian. How the fuck is Miko her coach? Okay. Well, well, I'll keep an eye on her. Good. Okay. Uh, number nine, John uh, Brian has Christy Aramo O'Connell. Who do you have, uh, Mr. Young? Same. Okay. And Brian, who do you have, number 10? Or no, uh, no, no. Sorry, I'm on a different thing. Sorry. Number nine, I have Daniel Brandon. Okay. And who do you have, Brian, for number 10? Daniel Brandon. And who do you have for number 10, uh, John? Brooke Wells. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, how much of a factor, um, you guys, uh, Brian has Danielle at 10, John, you have her at nine. How much of a factor is her, um, is the shakeup in her career in the last month, uh, play? And is it a benefit? I think maybe for her, it's a benefit. Like it lights a fire under her. Yeah. We talked about that for sure. Um, this is not like now for me, I think I, of all the women on this list, I think Cara Saunders has the best chance to get into the top five. The other four women there that I have, Amanda, Karen, Christy, and Danielle, along with probably the girls I have in 11 and 12th, that's like the next group for me. So I think Danielle has the potential to finish as high as seventh. I like the competition experience of, of Amanda and Christy better and kind of the just mental discipline, proving it year after year. I still think they're in the, they're, like they're not, regressing in terms of their fitness and I'm taking, you know, and, and I'm taking a little bit of a flyer on Karen having not done this style of competition at the games, even though she's competed twice in it before, meaning there were some drastic cuts and it was online. Um, yeah, but, and I think, I don't think that that's going to be necessarily the factor for her. I just think this is where her fitness is going to, is going to have her fall. That's a, a good delineation uh, that you did there speaking about car versus those, the difference. Uh, but in those um, that you mentioned uh, is, is Christy Aramo the most likely to win an event at the games between Cara, Amanda, without knowing the events, 
uh, uh, Karen Freyova, Christy uh, Aramo, and Daniel Brandon. Who would you think is most likely to win uh, an event at the games? Daniel yeah, Brandon. One. Really? Over Christy Aramo? The handstand walk event. No, so There's the no, problem oh, with the problem with Christy is that the events she's most likely to win, she'll get second to Tia. And the mm-hmm. events that Danielle's most likely to win, she can beat Tia. Okay. Fair. I would say uh, the second best would be Amanda Barnhart. For the same reason. Yeah. Why? What is it? What's Amanda's uh, like superpower? Um, machines and uh, short barbell cycling. So like any type of a sprint, Amanda with uh, with ep- implements, Amanda's phenomenal at. And she had uh, she has won a workout at the CrossFit Games each of the times she's competed at it in a live setting. Amanda she, has. She, uh, Whereas Christie's only won one workout at the games in her career, and it was in 2018, and it was on 30 ring muscle ups. But she's been second like four a times in her times. career, all to Tia. Wait, Amanda's won a, a, an event at the games every year she's been? Not the mm-hmm. not the online version, but she did win an event in 2000, what was it, 18, 19, and 21. Wow. Uh, what are, do those events all look alike? In and jerk speed ladder. Mm-hmm. Sprint couplet, which is sled mm-hmm. bar muscle up, and uh, bike snatch, echo bike snatch last year. Okay, all right, I like it. Uh, who, what, which guy um, would you? So is she? Uh, is she Roman? No. Which guy is she most like? Uh, Hopper, maybe. Yeah, mm. that's a good comparison. Like I mean. a better version of Hopper. <laughs> better looking. Uh, a more a more controlled version of Hopper. <laughs> I, I want to ask John. Uh, I want to ask John about his number ten pick, but first I want to see Brian's number eleven. Can I see Brian's number eleven? Okay. Uh, uh, how does um? How did you get Brooke? How do you have Brooke Wells up there? Here's the here's so she has the injury. Yeah. But she also has some amazing performances at the semifinals, but she also overheated and look and looked like someone fucking punched her between the eyes when she got off the uh assault runner. Did you see that? Do you remember that, John? Yeah. Um yeah. H- how do you get her in the top ten? She's still um untested, right? She's 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 got some Well, I mean, I just I I honestly I just put her there from her past performances in twenty twenty. She made the top five in uh twenty nineteen. She got cut because she stepped in the line. And 2021 looked like she was going to finish top 10, like in the sixth range, fifth to eighth range before she blew her elbow out. And uh, I think that fitness is still there. She might not be, she might not have faith in her lifting as much, but the rest of her fitness would still be there. And I think that'll come out to 10th place. And I also thought it would be a good story for Brooke to make top 10. I think it's within the realm of possibility and I would like it to happen. So I put her as 10. Brian, um, Brooke Wells, what did she place at the semifinals? Was it fourth or fifth? It was was one within one point of fourth or fifth. Either way. I thought, Oh, right, right. She was, she was in that three way. uh, I think she was fourth. Rebecca was fifth and right. Okay. Okay. So, on one hand, points wise, it wasn't a, a professor, per, uh, uh, impressive performance points wise, but it, for some reason I do, I do remember it being impressive. Like, holy shit, she's back. Whatever I saw there, I was impressed by. This is my question for you. 
Now she doesn't have Tia to look at in the stands. How much of a factor was that versus now she has Tia on the floor? Is it better that Tia will be on the floor? Does that charge her more or is it no factor or is it worse for her? I don't think it's any factor. She still has uh, she still has her coaches telling her what to do. Tia is not her coach. She's just a training partner. Who's her coach? I believe Shane is. Brian? Yeah, I mean, so, she, 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 go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know when there's those big training camps how you necessarily say who's the coach for which athletes. But there are several coaches from Proven here. There are several athletes from Proven here, and I think that the thing that I learned most from watching her compete that weekend is how tight knit that group seems to be. She will have an incredible support team around her in every capacity this week. She also has a ton of experience at the CrossFit Games. And the reason why you were so impressed and everyone was so impressed with her performance at the semifinals is the last time we saw her, it was really hard to watch and it was really sad what happened. And there was a huge amount of uncertainty of what the recovery and and road back would be like if she ever came back. And for her to do that in such a short amount of time and then you know make it through to the games, it was completely irrelevant if she won or got fifth by a point. Just making it to the games after that, you could see it was an incredibly emotional thing for her. And I think it was probably very freeing. My guess is that since then, they've had an incredible training cycle. She's continued to build confidence in the things that were maybe still kind of weighing in her mind. I don't know if I can do this again. Uh, And I think that she'll come here feeling, you know, really good about making here, but also probably really good about her fitness. You know, she's, like I said, she's got a huge base to build upon to to rebuild upon following that injury. And I think that she will be better than she was at semifinals. She's kind of the, like, that's where I would draw the line on my list here at 12 with Emma McQuaid and then Brooke Wells, along with that of Barnhart, Aramo, Freyova and Daniel Brandon group, where I think she, she has the potential to push back into the top 10, like John is saying. There's just a little bit of unknown. Um, there are definitely still some questions she has to answer. It did look like the elbow was a little bit maybe under stress on a legless rope climb. Obviously, a heavy snatch is going to be a mental hurdle in competition if it happens to come up. So there's potential that she'll have to answer some questions for herself and everyone else still. And so I kind of have her on the back end of that group, fully understanding that she could be further up on this list. Is is the bike event on day one? First event. Okay. I don't remember exactly who, but I think it was Brooke and Camille. That they looked like they did not belong on bikes whenever I saw them on bikes at Madison. I think they both crashed, actually. Crashed. Crashed in the warm-up. Crashed (laughs) in the warm-up. Crashed. Like at one mile an hour. Crashed. Karina Rain, thank you. Uh, what? Well, uh, I think that Brooke here's Wells- the thing. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned when you're an athlete like Brooke Wells, and let's say she takes bot- to bottom ten in this event. Does does that like? Whew, I'm glad that's out of the way. It's up upward and onward, or is it? Oh fuck! It, and it's um like we we know Velner can take the hit in the beginning and be like, I'm glad that's done with. Let's climb. Seven. But but someone else that might take the steam out of their train. Yes, Brian. 2017. Yeah. She was 35th. 35th, she finished 14th at the games. Okay. 2018 bike event, she was 18th. Okay. She finished 8th at the games. Okay. 2020 bike event, bike repeater, she was 5th out of 5 and took 5th out of 5 at the games. 
stage two. You should not have added 2020. Yeah, yeah, that one fucked me up. That last one fucked me up. Okay, let's just say she's getting better at the bike. Okay, cool. What we're saying is she can have a bad finish on a, a bike event or any event early in the weekend and still rally and do much better than that event come the end of the week. Is this the longest bike ride in the history of the games, 10 miles? I uh, believe it was Pendleton. Pendleton, Pendleton was yeah. long, right? I don't, I don't think, think it was no. 10 miles, and it was a single speed. I don't know how much distance they've covered on the crit race. Okay. 10 laps, uh, however long a lap was. And I don't know how much distance they covered on the cyclocross, but I think it was less than 10 miles. So I would say this is the longest. Okay. Uh, uh, who do you have uh, number 11, John? Number 11. Give me a second. Sorry. Uh, okay. Christy Aramo O'Connell. Okay. And Brian had her at nine. Uh, B- Brian, who do you have at number 12? I had Emma McQuaid, 11. Brooke Wells, 12th. Okay. Who do you have, 12, uh, Emma, John? Emma McQuaid. Okay. Uh, who do you have, 13, Brian? Jacqueline Dahlstrom. Uh, who do you have at 13? I have Ariel Lowen. And Brian, who do you have at 14? Alexis Raptus. Who do you have at 14, John? Jacqueline Dahlstrom. And 15, Brian? Sydney McAlishan. And who do you have at 15, John? Alexis Raptus. Uh, she uh, she's training think tank. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number John has uh, Ariel Lowen at thirteen. I have underestimated her before. Uh, Brian, how is there anything wild about this that you see by John Young's pick putting her at thirteen? I believe, I think she was fourteenth last year. I mean, it's very uh, reasonable place to to have her. I think. Uh, and, and where do you have her? Um, I have her 16th. Oh, okay. So, I mean, basically the difference between his pick and my pick there is, uh, is Sydney McAlishan almost. I mean, yeah, same people. Sydney's the only one that's there. That's not there for me. Um, why this is, uh, Sydney's second, second games. Yeah. Um, Do any, do any of these ladies that you have in here, it's their first games. No one yet. Right. Alexis Raptus. Oh, okay. And that's the only one. It's the only rookie uh, so far. Okay. And uh, how old is she? 23, I think. Okay. Uh, who do you got? Uh, I'm ready to keep going. I'm ready to keep going. Unless you guys want to stop and, uh, and, and talk about one of these. You're the question master. Okay, let's go. Uh, number 16 for John Young. <laughs> uh, 16, I got Ellie Turner. And uh, one of the best in the game, but massive holes, right? Just massive uh, holes, right? But just amazing. Like, is she going to have an event win? Sorry, not know. my event. Sorry, sorry. Let me just say that. Is she going to take it? Is she going to have a second place? <laughs> she. <laughs> she have a I, th- place. I think. She, I, think I mean, right, right. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, I think she's capable of multiple top threes. Okay. Brian. 
uh, John said that uh, he thinks Ellie's quite capable of multiple top threes. Do you think she's he's, she's capable of multiple top threes? No. No. One top three. At best. Wow. Okay. All right. I think it's there's. A, I think that there. I think that in almost every discipline that will be tested as like the, the limiting factor of a workout, there are. It's like pretty easy to identify at least three women that are really, really good at that thing. And I, and I think that there's a very small number of events where she can push into the top three. I do think that there are a little more, a few more events where like four through seven is possibility for her. And that's, um, and that's, that's fair to say. I, uh, I would change it to multiple top fives. Uh, let me, let me see. There, there's, there's some athletes where the longer events benefit them more, more events in the competition benefit them, right? There's some athletes yep. where more events hurts them. Is Ellie Turner that one? And is that she in that stage in her career where more events hurt her? It's more of a chance that, that her holes will show up. Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- oh, more of a chance that her holes will show up. Yeah. Like, would she prefer, does she prefer uh semifinals to games as opposed to someone like, uh, you know, Velner prefers probably, well, he's probably good at both of them, but, as, but there are athletes out there. Who no, no, Velner would events. Say, I think, yeah. you know, Velner's going to shine on the, the longer the, and harder and more diverse the test is, the better he's going to do because he has very few holes and those right. one or two holes can easily be offset by the variety and plethora of things he's excellent at. Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at Ellie Turner's games last year, and first of all, I do think she's improved quite a bit from last year. She, I, I have her moving up, I think, eight or nine spots on this ranking from her finish last year. She she did have a fourth-place finish. That was her best finish, and it was towards the end of her competition. She only she got cut after 10 events. She had a fourth-place finish on the ninth event. I don't think it had anything to do with where that event was placed. That was a good event for her, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. That was pretty much as good as it gets and she was able to finish fourth in terms of a, a style of event that she's going to excel in she also had finishes of 34th 33rd and 30th my guess is those will improve and that's why i think she's going to improve at the games uh and what about her she switched coaches this year and uh she has uh, her training partner is the best in the game best male in the game i best think that um justin Medeiros. I know nothing about about the, the reasons why she necessarily uh, changed. This is what I do know. Uh, Michelle Latondra has proven that she. Can... Sorry, I wasn't asking why she changed. I was. No, just... no, oh, wait, sorry. Wait, okay, wait, okay, wait. go ahead. Michelle Latondra has proven over her career as a coach that she is very capable of coaching high level CrossFit Games athletes. So Pat whatever. Bellner. So reg- no, she was she's coached others in the past as well, including uh, Laura Horvath, James Newberry, so, and, and so Brian Moosberger. She's new oh, yeah. this year. And she's under. Seven knew that. He's, did you, you probably had an hour-long conversation with Freya today, right, Sava? I did. I can't wait to get her on the show. It's going to be awesome. We're in a little bit in the list, too. Yes. I'm, I sent her send her a, a invite to the show, please, uh, Sousa. I will do. Um, you told me no surprise guests. Yeah, you did no surprise <laughs> guests. Uh, Justin, uh, but, but Justin Medeiros and, and, and Adam so, Neifer, have they changed? So she has a great base from her training with, with Latondra that's right. That is going to transfer over to wherever she goes as a, as a positive right. entering into an environment like that. And we mentioned the other day or Sam dancer mentioned the other day, it seems like she's fitting in very well there. She's very happy there. And I think that in a, for a, a case like her, a young athlete coming up and trying to excel in this sport, the environment and meaning like how comfortable and happy she is in that environment is just as important as having a quality coach 
or a quality training partner. And I think she has all of those things, which are all positives for her coming into this competition. Uh, how, how's her handstand walking? Not good. Not good. Last, last time we saw her. That I mean, are you talking like about bad, last like year's bad. games event? Say it again, John. I mean, she struggled at Wadapalooza too. Didn't she yeah. take last at the games in that workout? She was. It was bad. It was a bad finish. Mm-hmm. The, but I would say, right? Uh, um, I'm. I can't. I won't say that just because you did bad at the work, the handstand walking workout at the games last year, that you're bad at handstand walking. That was a really challenging handstand walking test. And, you know, handstand walking could show up in a capacity where it's like, do something over here, walk, handstand walk across the field, do something over here and go back like a strongman's fear style event. And she might be just fine at handstand walking in that capacity. So there, you know, it can be tested in different ways. We've seen that there are ways where it can expose her, but I'm not going to say definitively that she's, you know, bottom 10 in this field if it was just a handstand walk along with some other stuff. Yeah, I don't know right. if she's bottom ten, but I she's bottom twenty guaranteed. That's okay. She, like she's, she can have a couple of bottom twenty finishes. She's thirty second at Waterpalooza in the handstand walk event, and at the game she was what 35th? Yeah, that's not good. That's that's, that's, bottom, that's multiple bottom, bottom tens. Like I, I mean, she might. What be was improved. that handstand walking event at Waterpalooza? It was a sprint. Dolly, that one. Yeah. yeah. Dale. Dale, yeah. <laughs> for, the, your, for, the, for the Americans, it's Dale. <laughs> to your point, Brian, if she moves from 26th to 17th, that's a massive improvement for her. It is. It is. Yeah. So even if all those things were, were true, like Sevon was saying about, you know, a new coach, new training environment, all that type of stuff, for her to make nine spots more in the games with this field, that's massive. Well, it's not nine spots. Uh, the, the people that were ahead of her that are gone Excuse from me, the games you. this year are Emma Carey, Emma Tall, Sam Briggs, Alessandra Bertelli, Mackenzie Riley, and Laura Clifton. So, all, you know, basically that's seven spots already that, that you know, those people aren't in the field, not to mention Annie Thor's daughter, Katrin David's daughter, and Kristen Holta. So obviously there's new people in the way as well, but there's a huge number of women that were ahead of her that aren't here this year. Oh, okay. So she didn't improve, but other people just left. Got it. <laughs> I think no. I think Man, both. I think that, was, both. that was so harsh. I'm just spicing it up a little bit. I felt like that was a seven comment there. I wanted to get mine in. Thank you. I don't even know what it was. I was. I, I hear something in the room next to him. Takes him off. What's what's that noise in the carriage? Stop it! I better not do that. I should come in here and slap me. Okay, uh, number seventeen, Brian. 17, I have Ellie Turner. Okay, uh, 17, Mr. Young. Emily Rolfe. Uh, number 18, Brian. Lucy Campbell. Okay, uh, number 18, John. Lucy Campbell. Uh, number 19, Brian. Matilda Garns. Okay, uh, number 19, uh, John. Turi Helgadotter. And Brian, 20. Terry Helgadotter. And number 20, John. Alex Kazan. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Triggered. That's, that's my girl. Yeah, triggered. Uh, so, John, I haven't heard you say uh, Sydney Michalishan yet. No, I think that's one of our biggest gaps. Uh, where do you have her? Well, we'll get to her when we get to her. We're almost there. 
Okay. Right. <laughs> um, Brian, you had said something about uh, Car Saunders. You said the top six are kind of in a separate league, and uh, you, you wouldn't be surprised if if Car moved up. The, this group below uh, ten for you. Um, uh, who who do you not see in this ten? In this from eleven to twenty, um, breaking the top ten. Like you're like, yeah, they're not going up there. Everyone after Brooke Wells. Okay, uh, Jacqueline. The D- only Dahlstrom. exception oh. I would say to that is is Alexis Raptus. I'm really not sure how good she can do at the games. I f- I know there are actually a lot of people that were very critical of my pick of her at uh, 14, and and actually some people that said both both Brian and John are crazy with this Alexis Raptus pick. She's going to do way better than that. I think that's a little you know I don't know what grounds are necessarily saying that on. She is very, very good. She looked very good at the semifinals, but the, you know those top ten women that we talked about is like those are some those are some pretty, you know, fierce athletes and competitors that have most of them have proven themselves regularly in this format, and she's going to have a lot to learn this this week, just like all the rookies always have a lot to learn. But I, I will say that of all the women thirteen through twenty on my list. She's the one that uh, I'm least confident about not having the ability to make a top 10 run. I'm listening to that sound in the room next to me. I'm guessing. I wonder if it's the washer. <laughs> I wonder if it, it's fucking You're fixated driving. on it now. Oh, I'm fucking driving me nuts. I want to get someone. Uh, um, it, well, you, I, I hear you say that, but what about Karen Freyova? You're saying that Karen Freyova is better than Alexis Raptus, and you, you guys both have Karen Freyova at eight. I don't even know who that is. That's not. That's fault. not your problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's you not should know who fault. she is. I've talked about her at least a half dozen times. I've heard year. her name. It just doesn't stick. Has she flipped anyone off? <laughs> Does she hate me? Like those are the only people I remember. Okay. Uh, and Brian, I Brian, I've heard you be pretty high about uh, Thurry uh, Helgedotter, um, but you got her down at twenty. Um, how many? How many games has she been to? Turi, this will be so she's uh this will be her seventh games but she has like the uh, the longest tenure i think of anyone in the field along uh going back to 2012 so she hasn't necessarily made it every year but and, and when she has made it she has a pretty big range of finishes you know with uh finishes as low as 35th and 28th in her early years and her best year was the ninth place in 2019 uh, outside of that, her best finish la- was last year at 13th. She also had finishes pretty close to 20th. I think she was 18th and 19th or 19th and 20th in a couple years in the mid-teens. Turi's very experienced. I was act- actually super impressed with her at the semifinal this year. I feel like at this point in her career, I have a really good grasp on her as an athlete. I know what she's good at. I know what she's not great at. And I kind of would expect expected her to be, you know, third, fourth, fifth, but not really challenging the top women at that uh, semifinal. And she seemed to be instead in the conversation with Jacqueline Dahlstrom and Emma McQuaid at that semifinal. I don't know. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking, definitely taking some risks on rookies here. I mean, I have Lucy Campbell and Matilda Garns slightly ahead of her competition experience uh, at, at the games would definitely give Turi the edge over them. I just happen to think that those two women are, um, you know, pretty good athletes that connect that can manage this type of competition but i don't you know i I don't know that so it's a little bit of a risk or bold prediction to put both of them ahead of her i could have had her up there at 17 or 18 i suppose but i feel good about her you know in the 15 to 20 range in this field 
Uh, someone in here said, where is it? Damn, I looked away for a se- second and scrolled away. Uh, she is svelte. She, I mean, granted, her body composition has changed. I remember when she came in in 2012, I was like, who the fuck is this? Who was the girl from, who had the British accent, but she would compete under the American flag, and she was um, uh, an Olympian in boating? Who was that? Anna Tobias? Anna Tobias. And what was her name before? Anna Tunnicliffe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, another that was another girl. That was another lady who I would see, and I would be like, "Man, is that is that really a CrossFitter?" And she would come, and she would fucking tear shit up. And I feel that way about uh, uh, this is the first year um, that Thurry. I was like, "Okay, she's starting to look a little more stout." You know what I mean? Like she can throw the weights around a little bit. Um, and you're saying that she is, uh, she she's the most tenured person in the field if you go by when they first came is there anyone else and she showed up at the game is the first time in 2012 has anyone and it's 2022 and that's uh car saunders is the only other one from 2012 yeah. yeah crazy 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 i think ton of cliff uh tobias may have had a kid i chat i think i chat with her sometimes on Instagram. She did, she did do masters one year when uh briggs went masters because she she was one who beat briggs God, she looks better now than even when she did when she was young. That CrossFit shit really works. <laughs> oh, is that her? Is that Daniel Chaffee? How is she an American, but she had an accent? Who's that guy on the right? On the right. Maybe that's not Daniel Chaffee. I can't tell. No, okay. it's definitely not. Um... Okay, so 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 she's 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 not a threat to the podium. Yeah, after ten years, she's just here, just hanging out. No, she's competing, and I think I think she should believe that she can do just as well, if not better, than last year. Um, I just I don't think she's going to. Uh, Brian, number seventeen, Emily Rolf. Will we see an event win from her? Is she a serious threat to Tia on uh, this biking event? Uh, well, obviously, I think in the biking event, right? She's a triathlete. She did. Brian I mean, doesn't she, have her seventeenth. Sorry, sorry, John, John, John. Sorry, John. Did I say Brian? John, John. You have Emily Rolf at seventeen. Are we going to see an event win from her? I think it's possible. I don't know if we will, but there are two events where she already announced where she could be in the running. Which are they? Literally. The <laughs> Which are they? Which ones are they? Every event that has running in it <laughs> and biking, right? She's a triathlete, so, right? For I instance, mean, for instance, like. The 2A, 2B one, where you run and then you do the jerks. Yeah. If she decided to just sell her soul on the run, she's Which going she to probably be. probably should do. Well, yeah, and she probably should do because she's not very strong. Um, and just do like James Newberry did whenever he sent it on the bike in the Toter Ring workout and beat Fraser. Like Tia will not beat Emily Rolf if she sells her soul because Tia is going to hold back a little bit so she can jerk a whole bunch and still have advantage. Why do you get scored? Wait, but you don't get you get scored on the jerks, not on the run, right? You get scored on the run. That's one workout, and then you get scored on the jerks. That's the second workout. There's two uh, scores. Okay, I thought it was going to be just the total number of jerks. And are they both worth a hundred points, Brian? Yeah, this that I think they're. I, I don't know what they're called, two A and two B or something like that. But the the strategies that different athletes implore for these two workouts is going to be varied. And Emily Rolf is a great example of why she is towards the bottom of the field in terms of her uh, shoulder to overhead strength. And she's in the top five, possibly the top three 
maybe even the top one on certain running style workouts. She, if she thinks she can push it on the run and get a hundred points, even if she takes last on the lifting, that's 102 total points between those events. And there'll be women that that take 25th and 22nd that get less points than that overall. Like if I was her, I would put my Reebok shoes on and I would run as hard as I could. And that's $13,000 that she's going to get. And that, and that for that 400, why would you not do that? The 400, 800, 1200, it's all a combined time for the repeats. Uh, this, this, this 200 pounds, my God, these women are strong. This 200 pounds, do they take it off a rack or, uh, yeah, it's off a, it's off a jerk blocks. And, And okay. Okay. So even if you screw up the lift, it doesn't go to the ground. No, which is huge for a lot of, for some people. It's a that is a really big deal that they get to do that. Hopefully, it does not go to the ground. If it yeah. does, something's gone really wrong if it goes to the ground, right? No, no, that's I mean, look, the problem. Everyone, everyone who's done CrossFit knows. Like sometimes you put something overhead and then you lose stability, and if you drop it in it, you know, like that, that could happen. Especially if you're, if you're coming off a high heart rate of a run. That's a part of execution, though. I don't think they should be like have help to get it up. I think they have to clean it up, and put it back, and. You mean you're you're saying if you come off the blocks, someone shouldn't come out there and help you. You're toast. Yeah. I mean, I the time caps are so small that if that happens, you're probably done within that working interval anyway. Yeah, that's a We're going to see it come off the blocks. I can't wait to see the setup. God, that, I hope this is going to be amazing. <laughs> that reminds me of when the wheelbarrow would tilt over. at car, You know what I mean? Like that yeah. was a yeah. big yeah. element I mean, of it. And when that dumped, you were screwed. You were basically out of the running. But you had to – get your wheelbarrow back and put your bags back in. I'm saying if this happens right. and the time runs out in your rest minute, I think you have to put the weight back. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're the one who threw the weights off. Right. Steven. <laughs> Careful, blow, buddy. Me. blow me, buddy. <laughs> blow me. Uh, okay. Um, so, so, em- so Emily Rolfs, uh, em- Emily, this is day one's good for Emily Rolf. I mean, two two out of the three of me. I don't, I don't know if she's going to be great at the biking event. She's a triathlete. What are you guys talking about? She's going to be the best. Who's going to be better than her at that? Laura, Haley, yeah. <laughs> um, everybody in the. Top she should five. she should do fairly well on this event. <laughs> she should do very well on the running event. She should do very poorly on the lifting event. I think Emily's going to be uh, top 10 after day one. Emily Rolf. I think she could be. There are, are you, maybe you say after the, these three workouts that you know. These three, were, yeah, these three workouts. It's possible. Oh, I think, oh so they haven't, these aren't all on the same day, the ones they've released. No, these are one, two A, and two B. We don't know if that's the totality of the workouts on day one. Okay. Yeah, but he's talking about the, the capital event. Which is not on day one. No, it's not on day, but she might have a chance on that one too. I, I think she would have a chance. Yeah. I hope Tia carries it up the stairs without putting it down. I think Just Laura's be- got a better shot than Tia does at that. Good point. Uh, twenty-one, Brian. Twenty-one, Paige Semenza. Uh, John. Um, Emma Lawson. Oh, nice. Uh, rookie, rookie year. Yep. 17 years old. Is she that young? I don't think she's that young. Could be yeah. competing in the teen division this year, right? Correct. Oh, man. Then she, yeah. wow. she the only one in the field doing that? Yeah. 
Guys, yeah. that's worth just being a fan just for that. She's like, she deserves a standing ovation for that. Yes or it no? Would have been more, uh, it would have been more well celebrated if not for Emma Carey and Mallory O'Brien last year also doing the same thing. Okay, yeah. fine. If Olivia Kurtzsetter did the games this year, that would have been really celebrated. But uh, 22, John, uh, Brian. Emma Lawson. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, John, 22. Bailey Rail. Uh, oh, and, and uh, so who's bigger? Who Who's bigger, Thurry or uh, Bailey Rail? Bailey. Bailey. Okay. Yeah. So when you see them standing next to each other, Bailey looks like the more formidable person. Thurry is very tiny, and that's what holds her back in workouts. Uh, 23, uh, Brian. Emily Rolf. Wow. No respect. Uh, 23, John Young. <laughs> Sydney Michalishan. God, I hope you're wrong. Uh, you see, you, you see some, you see some glaring, glaring issues. No, it's not that. She just she finished twenty fifth this year, and I mean I know she did great at the semifinals, but I just don't think um, I don't think she's going to jump make a huge jump. But uh, I mean maybe Brian knows something I don't uh, about her because he has her much higher. She's gonna have a tough first day. She's gonna have a tough anything with running. She's gonna it's gonna be tough on her. She does not uh, run. I wouldn't even call what she does running. And, but other than that, she's a savage, that's, complete savage. That's terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, and you know, I say that, but what Annie Thor's daughter does doesn't look like running either, and she's fucking great at it. She seems to do great, but it doesn't look like running to me. It's like <laughs> it's like something else. It's like shuffling or something, or lumbering, or she doesn't lumbering, look like running. That's it, right? Plotting. Uh, twenty-four, uh, Mister Friend. Bailey Rail. Uh, twenty-four, John Young. Danny Spiegel. And uh, Brian, 25. Solvig Sigurd, our daughter. Oh, that's my girl. That's who I got. Sigurd, our daughter. Sigurd, our daughter. For She's the on your fantasy t- team? To Tyler Watkins Fantasy Fitness League. Have you uh, put her into your lineup for any events yet? No. Are we allowed to do that already? For the ones that are announced, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I put my picks in today. You can go and look at them and you can make your picks accordingly. What's the website? <laughs> Lawn chair leaderboarding. Lawn chair. Okay, I better do that. Lawn chair. Over 1,000 people have signed up. That's amazing. Wow. That is awesome. Lawn chair. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's just in its beta too, right? It's not even like a, a polished app yet. Yep. Yep. Lawnchairleaderboarding.com. Uh, I better put in my big... Uh, so should I put Solvig, uh, Sigurd, Sigurd, our daughter? Sigurd, our daughter? Sigurd, our daughter? Sigurd, our daughter? Every event, put her in. Which event should I put her in for? <laughs> All Any of the ones that have been announced yet? One, two, three. Probably no. try to sabotage you. Over here. She's, she's, she's not, she's not going to be good at any of those events. So. Thank we'll you, John. Up, we'll team up, Sevan. I'll help you out. Okay, thank you. 25, John. 25. I have Paige Semenza. Okay. Uh, 26, Brian. Danny Spiegel. 26, uh, Mr. Young. Matilda Garns. Uh, 27, Brian. Alex Gazan. And um, are, what's the of, of all the people on here right now, the highest American is Mal O'Brien. Haley Adams. 
And Haley Adams. Okay. Uh, 27, uh, John Young. Solvig, Sigur de Daughter. Solvig. Uh, 28, Brian. Paige Powers. Uh, John, 28. Freya Moosberger. No shit. She's not going to take last. <laughs> I th- why do you why do you hate Freya? Damn. I don't hate her. She's been training with Valner. Yeah, she's a good dude. She's a good dude. She's a good dude. I just I just I just you know, she's a good dude. Uh 29, uh Brian. Brian, did you see that? I stayed on topic. I'm being cool. See that, Brian? You're being great. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh 29. Uh Brian. Carolyn Prevo. Carolyn Prevo. Uh do we do we get an do we get a second place finish from Carolyn Prevo at the games There's, this year? I mean, the right style of a deadlifting workout, and she can have a top three finish for sure. Yes, she can have a first place if it's the right style. Right, beat Tia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, like okay. hand, she is, hand, hand, look, she's an incredible athlete. Uh, she's yes. like yes. her her the things that she's good at are not like the relative to the field. Uh, that are not tested here. It's like incredible how good she is at, at those types of things, F- you know, fighting, hockey, just like whatever. But right, right. in terms Double of others. things that will be tested here, she's also world-class, meaning the, the best in the world, I think, at a very, very specific deadlifting for reps to style workout. Um, how is someone like her 29th, but someone like Katrin Freyova? Karen Freyova, thank you. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Karen, yeah, yeah, Karen Freyova. Um, she comes from handball. I need to interview her. Does she speak English? Does she speak English? Not great. We'll make it work. All right. I want to I hear. There's something. There must be something. There must be something. She must have been like the world's best handball player or something. Or she was like pogo stick champion or something. That would you be should a good get, combination. You should get, uh, Everything you should get Keelan Henry on here, though. Keelan Henry? Yeah, you should get him on. South African? Yeah, I think he's a. I think you'd love talking to him. And everyone had him at fortieth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm willing to do that. Fittest man in Africa. That's it. That's your thumbnail right there. Carlos Nesta FZ. I wonder if Sevon acts stupid. Uh, I wonder is Sevon acts stupid sometimes, or is it just all weed from his twenties? That that weed didn't stop in his twenties, Carlos. You still got that bag next to you that you showed that one episode? Many episodes. I didn't even smoke weed until my. (laughs) I didn't even smoke weed until my mid twenties. I thought that was gone, and he just (laughs) yeah, he just has it for show. That's what he rests his Colton Mertens card on top of. Philly B, can they talk why they project Danny where they did? They can talk. Yes. They they can they talk why they? Yes. Uh, Philly, I think you found your match with Carlos. He likes to speak in um, tongues also. <laughs> I wonder is... Okay. Uh, um, Danny's for, first, for, wait, wait. Before then, I want to see John Young, you're 29, please. Uh, Christine Collenbrander. Okay, uh, sorry, Brian. I'm going to get to you in one second with Danny Spiegel. And uh, number 30, uh, Brian. Elena Caratala, and I apologize. That should be two R's in her last name, not one. Elena. Oh, that's my girl, too. 
Santa Hua. Uh, there's there's two R's in my spreadsheet, but it's no big deal. Uh, and Mr. Young, uh, you're number thirty. Uh, Paige Powers. Uh, your graphics guy is dope. Uh, I I like Paige Powers. That's the that's the uh, Mayhem girl. Mm-hmm. Atlas Games. Is anyone in the Atlas Games top twenty in either of your list? No. No, we both have Emma Lawson just slightly outside the top twenty. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Danny Spiegel. Uh, Brian has her at number twenty six, and uh, John Young has her at twenty four. I actually so um, I have an I will have an article coming out on the some of the top women in the sport for the morning chalk or in this list for the morning chalk up tomorrow. And Danny mm-hmm. Spiegel is actually listed in there, and I write a, a little bit about her. Uh, this is the thing about Danny Spiegel. I've, you know, I'm, I'm just worried about her durability. Uh, she has competed at the games three times in 2019. She got cut after five events. That's okay. 92% of the field was cut after six events. So whatever. 2020, she competed. It was online, seven events. She did them all. I think everyone did them all. Uh, she did okay. Whatever. It's, it's like, those are not good samples points for me to say whether she can endure this test or not. I know that she struggles with long distance running. We know that she did better at the Granite Games this year on it, and I'm definitely aware of that. Uh, last year, she was forced to withdraw from an injury. That was the, would have been the first time that we could have seen her compete. What I did see when I looked back at the events from last year was after she got cut, I think there are between five and eight events that she had the potential to take top 10 finishes on, and on a couple of them, she could have even taken top threes. So if she's able to last the weekend, when I kind of projected what uh, – and a traditional games, 13 or 14 events or whatever would look like, I think she actually could accrue enough points to be in the 10 to 15 range. This is a, you know, I just, this, so this prediction is more reflective of the fact that I'm not sure if she can last over the course of this style of competition where there's going to be a ton of running, which has historically been her weakness. And, and if that's the case, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put her up there in a 13 spot when I think that there's 10, 12 other women that I'm pretty confident are going to be able to, um, excel across the duration of this test. Have you, I, I didn't hear you say that she's pulled out an event. Did I miss that? She withdrew last year. Oh, from, yeah. And is that but the she only? Does, so- she has a history of doing very well in six and seven and eight eight workout events. I mean, she's done well at Wadapalooza. She's done well at semifinals. Her uh, event finishes at semifinals over the last two years are very impressive. She she has some really unique skill sets. She's super strong. She's got some pretty specific things. She's good at gymnastics on. Um, like she'll have some good of assuming she can do all the events, she'll have some really good event finishes and she'll do better than 26, but I'm not sure she's going to last the whole competition. I thought she was crazy impressive at semifinals. Crazy impressive. Um, would you, would you put Fikowski in that same boat too? What? No. Of what boat? Of just, do you ever have concern that he's not going to finish? It's a lot of body to get through the whole, the, the week. The, the, the four, four when is when has he not finished uh competition i i don't know maybe he hasn't i'm just thinking i was just looking at stri- just strictly body composition it's a lot and i, w- I wonder that about roman too They're, these are just big human beings it's a it's it, it's a toll on them it's not it's not uh you know uh christy aramo o'connell it's, it's less pounding on the body less force less you're dragging around uh alex gazan uh her rookie year and and, and it, will she do anything impressive or she'll just be down at the bottom the whole week you think she's just going to be just straight across 13 events at 27th place more or I think less she has I'm exaggerating, specific, of specific gymnastic capabilities that if the right event showed up she can make noise 
Someone just sent me a link. This is her company, the Oh, oh. Sorry. I was I thought someone sent me a link to Danny Spiegel's uh, OnlyFans page, but it's someone else's <laughs> OnlyFans page. Okay, I apologize. Uh Dan uh does Danny Spiegel have an OnlyFans page? Sorry, stay on topic. Okay. Uh Sorry, what, John, what were you saying? You, how, do you have any concerns about Danny Spiegel but not making it the whole week? Yeah, uh, half the competition she does, she doesn't finish. Um, okay. Especially especially the longer ones. Like Brian says, she's very good at the at two-day competitions. But when it's four-day competitions, she just she tends to get more beat down than everybody else or most so- people. So some people are like, man, I just want to be top 10. Danny Spiegel's like, man, I just want to finish the competition. Like she could finish anywhere between 15 and 30. Okay. I would push that even up to 10th. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. She's one of the athletes I think has the biggest range of finishes. Uh, and I th- and look, I hope that she's able to last the competition because she's incredibly popular. She has, in- she has a great capacity in certain things to be very exciting and perform very well. And that's you know those are the type of athletes that I want to I want to be in the competition throughout the competition. I want to see people that excel in certain things push Laura and and Haley and Gabby and Cara and Tia in those things that they specialize in. And she does have the ability to beat Tia in an event, and not many people can say that. Well, that's a good point. That's a great point. Uh, Thirty-one, Brian. Thirty-one. I have Christine Colenbrander. John, I have Carolyn Spencer. Caroline Carolyn Spencer. Who? Caroline Spencer. One is Caroline Connors. Now Caroline Spencer, married to Austin Spencer. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, consecutive year at the games. I might have her in my in my. She might be my my. She, she might be my backup. <laughs> None of the picks that we mentioned in the top fifteen he recognized as being on his team. This he is knows not- all the bottom fifteen. <laughs> Christine Colenbrander, you had at thirty-one, and some chick named Carolyn Connors, you have at thirty-one. I, 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 I God, that name is okay. Thirty-two, Brian. Carolyn Spencer. Carolyn, let's, <laughs> why Carolyn Spencer? Can we call her Carolyn? Oh, is this Austin Spencer's wife? I yeah. just said that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, now now the picture is starting to make sense. Good. Wow, they're stoked. They're both misfit athletes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, they're really, really stoked. Does misfits have any other athletes at the games? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I want. I wonder. Um, at that point, you come in uh, because of the Joel uh, testing positive situation. You make it to the games, Austin Spencer. I wonder. I wonder if there's like a huge kind of relief, like, hey, like, fuck it, I'm just going there to have fun and cheer my wife on. Like, I, we got to get him on the show too. Did we have I him think scheduled? Age Semenza might be misfit. No, we can get him scheduled. We had him pop in, but we need to do a full show with Austin. Okay, and uh, and Colton maybe tomorrow. Oh yes. And then we got to get Gary Roberts and um, uh, Paul scheduled, and Alex Stein the week after the games. Okay, I'm, I'm off subject again. Sorry. Uh, Thirty three, uh, Brian. Freya Mooseberger. Freya, what's up, girl? <laughs> That's your girl. And I just want you guys. To, it's not Freya Mooseberger. There's an R in there, Bruger, Bruger, and I feel like you and John are uh, missing that. 
So just so you know. So be careful when you say her name. Uh, 33, John. Elena Carotala. Oh, Elena. That's my girl. Spanish girl. Elena Hu. Elena Hua. Uh, 34, uh, Brian. Rebecca Fusile. Mm. Rebecca, she's been on the show. Great podcast. I just recommend everyone go listen to it. She's a little bit of, she's a, uh, what's it called? Firecracker. Uh, 34, John Young. Elisa Fuliano. Elisa. Uh, Lisa Fuliano, she's the one with uh, – now I'm just showing off for Brian. Uh, she's the one with arthritis that has a day job. They couldn't believe she made it, and she's hot as fuck. Uh, number 35, Brian. Sung Young Choi. Sung Young Choi. I wanted her just because I wanted to say her name. Uh, John Young, number 35. Rebecca Fusile. Okay. I feel like the last hint is just testing our pronunciations. <laughs> 36 brian victoria campos john victoria campos uh brian 37 oh i have a good uh trivia question for you guys uh 37 john young sung young Choi. Uh, be honest with me. Down here, when it gets to the end, did you actually give it any time, or are you like, "Hey, just <laughs> throw your five names and see where they land"? Just fill them in. I had a tier system. You did okay. And then uh, uh, from from there, I didn't put as much research in as I did the top twenty. <laughs> Brian, did you there make did you make three by five cards with their names on them, and then kind of like move them around on a board? Oh, that's I, cool. I, that's I just I just picked these out of a hat. Okay, uh, thirty eight. <laughs> Elisa Fuliano. Uh, and John Young, 38. Joya Keto. Joya, it's Julia. I said Julia. Oh, I said Joya Keto. Uh, 39, Brian. Seher Kaya. Seher Kaya. What country is that? She's from Turkey. She trains in Norway. Oh, I think I've DM'd with her. Yeah. Uh, 39. Uh, John Young. Michelle Moran. South African. Yep. And 40, Brian. Michelle Moran. And 40, John Young. Say her. Kaya. Uh, these ladies that you have down at the bottom, these bottom 10... Uh, Paige Powers, Carolyn Connors, um, Carolyn Spencer, Hua, Rebecca, Freya Mooseberger, Victoria, Julia, Aliciano, etc. Um, Sung Young Choi. Do they? Th- these are down here. Like these ladies are not coming up. They will be in that final heat all week. I would say that Colin Brander and Prevo, I think, could go in the next heat. Power bottoms, yes. Okay, so I would say from so like uh, let's just say from thirty-four to forty range. Fusile, Choi, Campos, Cato, Fuliana, Kaya, and Morant. I think that one of them will be in the top thirty, uh, and will oh, like will exceed really? our expectations. Yeah, I think that one of those will exceed our expectations. I just don't know which one. Um, have the oh. games ever started with um, uh, forty women and forty men? Where they but all don't, start? But also, don't forget, Savan, that there's like there's always a, a certain number of people that withdraw from the games. 
Yeah, the, and that's what I'm wondering. Have they ever started? Can you remember them ever starting and it's 40 and 40? Yeah, most years it's 40 and 40. No one pulls out right off the bat? Someone can't show up? Ah, it does happen, but I mean, I've, I feel like most years, yeah, yeah. Most years they start 40 and 40. I'm just looking like, um, let's check 2016, for example. In 2016, all 40 women started and all 40 men started. There we go. 2016? Yeah, there were only one withdrawal on each side that year. It was Yonikoski who withdrew after the swim, and it was Alethea Boone who withdrew after 100% when she ruptured her Achilles. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, There's there, there, some of the comments you fuckers should be kicked out for, but um, they're so damn funny that I'm going to let it slide, but you better fucking watch your fucking self. Fucking slap you guys around. Fuck nuts. Uh, okay, I, I, I like these lists, and, and this list does feel more certain than um, the men's list. Can we show uh, you something that uh, Mike Halpin made earlier please, today? Please, please. do you have it ready to go? Yeah. So it's a, uh, we were, we we're actually considering using this, but I think it would have confused you. So we decided to save it till the end. I can guarantee you it would have confused me. I haven't even seen it yet. I am confused. I walk no, around this is, this is cool. It's, it's like really, it. it's really neat. And at the end of the games, we'll be able to see very clearly who was better. So the, the, okay. So the number there, negative two means that John placed her two spots below. And if it's a positive two, then he had her two spots higher. Okay. Oh, and interesting. So, okay, go yeah, ahead. it's really nice. It's a really nice visual, so you can see that there's not a lot of variance through the first twelve picks here, and then as you scroll into the next round, you can see there's a numbers get brighter. Sydney McAlishan, Matilda Garns, and Emily Rolf are places that we differed more dramatically than anywhere else on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think you guys said from just listening to you talk that the biggest unknown. Damn, I just had it. Oh, Alexis Raptus. So I, I think that the three people, if you want to watch, and, and you and you guys tell me yours too, if you want to watch three people who I think really were uncertain about on this list, it's uh, Car Saunders, uh, Alexis Raptus. I'll just say those two. I would put Emma Lawson in that conversation. I put I put Brooke Wells in that category too. And of those, who would you say is the most? The most like yeah this this one we could have really had this one could have really had wrong. I I I feel least confident of anyone on this list of my ranking of Emma Lawson. Okay, and I, yeah, and and just to be clear, the difference between placing someone the way I think of it is if you place someone fourth who ends up taking second, that's like more often if you place someone. Th- 40th and they take 30th it's like fuck the guys at the bottom who cares if you <laughs> fuck that up you know what i mean because it's so hard it's so much harder to climb around at the top than move around at the bottom any those knuckleheads like anything could have happened they slipped on a banana peel but that makes sense to what you're saying it's crazy have, to talk like that about the 40 any of the 40 fittest women in the world but shit here we are we have uh, <laughs> the lowest discrepancy in the top 10 so that would lead to what you are saying. I would agree with that. Uh, uh, Mr. Radio Slam, you shouldn't believe anything on Reddit, uh, just so you know. No, no never. Do you, uh, I know we're talking about the women, but he's got this for the men too. Do you want to see the men? Because it's very similar as far as our differences didn't, weren't that big. Yeah, sure. It's incredibly close. It's incredibly close. Mm-hmm. And you guys aren't surprised either, right? 
I, I, I'll be honest. When I saw John's rankings compared to mine, there were certain athletes that we had um, so similarly ranked that I didn't think we would. And uh, that was true for both the men and the women. And, and this, he surprised me with Roman. This is a perfect place to to have a, a big difference, Dallin, right? Because yeah. because it's it, there's a bit of an unknown. It's his first games. Yeah, if there was going to be someone that you guys were going to have a huge discrepancy on, that's the guy. Susan, can you scroll down this one a little bit? Uh, Samuel Quant is probably our biggest discrepancy. And Panchik. Yeah, but I would say like Quant's and- probably more likely to do what you've said, and I think Spencer's probably more likely to do what I've said. Like we both took a risk a different type of way, mm-hmm. and, and and Quant's another unknown. Like of course, of course, if there was going to be someone different, you know, with that massive discrepancy, it's going to be Quant. Yeah. So like a good example of yeah. what I was just referring to is, is Emma Lawson. I thought that her range of finishes was like tenth to thirtieth, and I put her twenty second, and John had her twenty first. I could have seen her putting him. 50, I could have seen him putting her fifteenth. I could have seen him putting her twenty seventh. And the fact that he ended up with a ranking that was one spot away from me, I was, and that happened on multiple occasions where I was like, "Wow." Um, what what is what does this uh, mean? Uh, FTW, Mike Halpin, fuck the whiteboard. What's FTW? For, for, <laughs> for the win. Oh, oh, for the, okay, for the win. <laughs> um, okay, Brian, do you have any do you have any news um, that you can share with us? Um, that you uh, about anything, uh, any of the athletes, everyone look healthy, anyone limping, anyone with ice on their shoulder, any did h- how'd it look today? You're there, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I have, um, played Tommy Marquez in disc golf twice, and he's his, his peck is bothering him a little bit. And, uh, who won between <laughs> you and Tommy in disc golf? Dude, I'll tell you what, Tommy, both Tommy and Chase Ingram rarely ever play disc golf. I play all the time. And I usually only beat them by like five or six shots. They're very, very good for not not playing very often. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I I know Chase is good at swimming, and Tommy's just fucking good at everything. He was when at HQ. It's really, it's, like, it's 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 really fun to play with them. Uh, you know, they're very competitive. They're very athletic. Uh, good body control. And uh, yes, yeah, so, so it was nice to be able to do that. Were they asking about me? <laughs> uh, well, we did we did kind of speculate how you would be doing at disc golf. You know, Tommy also is, is much better. He says he's much better at ultimate frisbee. I said, oh, so Savan is also very good at ultimate frisbee. In fact, you okay. two would probably be an incredible combo. In yes, because you could throw it and he will he will chase it down. Yes, yes, that's, that's a team I could get behind. Holy shit! The Tommy and Sevi he throws this shot, the Sevi self shot like this. It's usually called the tomahawk, but he calls yeah. it the Tommy hawk. Yeah, I'm familiar <laughs> with the Tommy hawk. Yeah, I'd, I'd even call it that for him if he'd get on the team with me. <laughs> Um, okay. I, I, I love this. Uh, I think we did a great job covering this. I'm happy. Um, and, uh, the games will commence in less than uh, 48 hours. Wednesday. What time does this sucker roll? I think we could, it's probably less than 36 hours now. It's uh 10 to 10 central. Oh, and what time is the first event on Wednesday? 10. It's teams, is it right? 10? Okay. So 36 hours and 26 minutes. And I think teams are first, correct? I, I'm not sure, actually. Or they're, they're last. Never mind. They're the last. They're the last event. It ends with them. All right. Um, any 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 final words, thoughts? 
this was a this was fun. Thank you, John, for coming on. I don't know. I, I haven't been paying attention to any of the comments, but I appreciate the time and work that you put into doing this. And uh, glad that you were able to jump on. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow morning at 6.55 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I will be jumping on with J.R. Howell and Taylor the Thumb Self to discuss the workouts that have been released to talk about uh, the rumors that I didn't bring up today because Brian asked me to stay on subject. And I think it's going to be a great show. Um, we also might have a show uh, shortly in 25 minutes. You may see it on this uh on the schedule with a special guest. I'm just waiting for confirmation. I think we're at 51%. Good night. Wait, we also have Amanda Barnhart. Oh, when? Tomorrow. Oh, Tomorrow. what time? Right after that programming show. Oh, great. Okay. And I got all my notes for that already. So I don't have to stay up till two in the morning. Yeah. Just some people were asking about it in the comments and we've, you know, just trying to get it squared away. So it's moved around a little bit, but she will be on tomorrow. Yep. Uh, that was our fault. That was not Amanda's. Uh, no, Amanda's definitely fault. not Amanda. Definitely not Amanda's fault. No, 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 no. Let's push back Barnhart back another day. No, let's not. Okay, bye.